Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Doug Doohan, and joining me this segment is DeVar Darling, president of the As One Foundation, and as many of us know here in the Northwest, a former Coog receiver great. Uh, join us as we look at issues that affect us here at home, in our community, and across the nation. Today, we're going to talk about sickle cell education. DeVar, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, definitely a pleasure, man. Definitely a pleasure. So I appreciate the opportunity. You played ball with my brother. You know, it's definitely something that I love to give back to and celebrate that Coog connection. Um, first of all, let's talk about your brother, Devon, and and where this all stemmed from for you. Uh, tell me about him and his, and his life. Well, yes, Devon, darling, my identical twin brother. Uh, um, we were born and raised in Nassau, Bahamas. Um, we had a dream and a goal of, you know, making it to the NFL and and giving back to our communities. Um, we had the opportunity to move to um, to Texas uh, in high school, play Texas high school ball, and uh, quickly became some of the uh, you know top recruits in the in the in the state and also the country. Uh, we earned scholarships at Florida State University, um, and that's where we we played our freshman year. Uh, in 2000, uh, graduated high school year 2000, played for Bobby Bowden um, uh, that year, uh, the fresh uh, 2000 year. We went to the national championship, played in the uh, in the uh, Orange Bowl that year against um, Oklahoma. That was Bob Stoops' first national championship. We lost to them 13 to two, and then um, from that point on, we went into the off season and and um winter conditioning and that's where um february uh 26 2001 my twin brother uh lost his life and passed away and that was the first time going to florida state um that was we in our freshman physicals that was the first time we uh found out that we had the sickle cell trait and um and then doing more research and everything else from from the trait and this learning about the sickle cell anemia and everything else um we figured uh, you know there were some things that definitely attributed to his his passing uh through that so and um his death certificate says physical overexertion with and some sickling was found uh, due to sickling so um it, it played a role in his death um and if you don't know what uh sickle cell is or sickle cell trait uh sickle cell anemia is a, a red blood disorder that um affects most people from african descent greek mediterranean um but definitely uh vastly affects the you know the uh african-american community and uh people of, uh, from african descent so um as a red blood disorder uh we have red hemoglobin hemoglobin in our in our red blood cells that that carry oxygen um they are oval shape and when your red blood cells sickle or you have sickle cell when they sickle is more like a half moon crescent sickle sickle shape just like it's called and therefore can't carry oxygen as well and uh, your red blood cells doesn't flow through your veins as well and they get stuck and stick in your body so therefore you have pain crisis and cramps and all these things that affect your normal blood flow obviously if you don't if you're not getting blood or oxygen to a certain part of your body it greatly affects your body correct so uh that's in essence uh the quick synopsis of what sickle cell anemia is 
uh, sickle cell trait is a inherited uh, the, uh, that passes down through through uh, through your blood. Um, and so, like you say, if you have one person with the trait, I have the trait. Um, uh, you know, if I have babies with someone that has the trait as well, my my offspring will have a, a greater chance of having the full blown disease. You know, so I have a 25 percent chance of having the full blown disease. So um, uh, I have three boys of my own. Um, you know, a uh, few of them have the trait. You know, but we treat them all the same. You know, so um, but yeah, that that's truly where this foundation start, started. The As One Foundation. It started from two young boys having a dream and a goal, and um, I was left here to carry on that legacy and that goal. I mean. Here in this room, I believe my my twin brother is still here with me. I live I live for him every day, and uh, I play for him every day. Especially uh, those days at Washington State, man, they were Pullman was very special for me because that's where I became who I am today. So those were the building blocks of it. So, um, but yes, As One Foundation. Our whole goal with the As One Foundation is to promote sickle cell education to families globally. And um, that's one of our main goals, what we do through the Asthma Foundation is Education Foundation. So with education, um, are there symptoms that you could look for to determine whether or not you possibly have a sickle cell trait? Um, what are those things that we should be looking for? I noticed that exertion and dehydration are big on your website. Uh, what should we know? What should we look for? Uh, well, the first thing is the only way you know if you have the trait is uh by blood testing uh, you have to get your your test uh your blood tested um newborns now are all they have the trait uh that are tested for the trait uh you'll get a letter if your newborn has the trait you'll get a letter letting you know that you have the sickle cell trait but most of the time that letter just gets you know thrown into thrown into a, a drawer or a file and nothing, no education is followed up behind that. So um, like you said, high elevation, uh, being hydrate, hydrated, uh, one of our main programs through the foundation is called Operation Hydration. And it's a sickle cell trait awareness program where we promote hydration as a preventative method to athletic related deaths, you know? So um, being, being hydrated, drink up, rest up, Warm up, drink up, rest up is is one of the things that we really preach uh, when it comes to sports and and dealing with the sickle cell trait, uh, and that's one of the main areas we we focus on is you know um, decreasing sickle cell trait related deaths, you know, because it happens every year. Yeah, what we both graduated high school in two thousand, and I played sports all growing up, and there was this like. To be a man, you know, don't don't succumb to dehydration. You don't drink water at practice. Drink water, yes, yes. How, yes. how have you seen the evolution of sports science and knowledge of these things change the way that people are practicing and taking care of hydration and intake? Like, how how has it changed? It totally changed. Um, obviously, um, <laughs> I flew to state first, and you know, my twin brother had to you know lose his life to. Uh, for things like that to change over there, but you have scheduled water breaks. You have things are uh, uh, the practices now and now in in an open field. There's an EMT on staff. There's you know there's um <clears throat> uh I, I, well I guess an EMT there, and then there's also a defibrillator uh, that's ready on hand for in most of these facilities now. 
you know so uh um lots of change has changed since then the philosophy of that like you said the old school you know what you're gonna do for a court against miami you don't drink water you know water makes you weak literally during these mad drills um number one rule is you couldn't quit and then the second rule was the unwritten rules you can't get water there was no water around no water bottles around there was one fountain going from one station to the next and yeah you got a hundred dudes trying to get to one fountain all right cool <laughs> you know so that's 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 what it was trash cans around for people throwing up all the time so that was the environment um that we worked out in at 5 a.m. you know those 5 a.m. in college is is no joke so you know that's that's um something that like you said has has definitely changed and but far too often is still happening you know uh see regular day people you know uh suffering from 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 things that stem from the sickle cell trade rhabdomyolysis with with a lot of uh you know crossfit and all that type of stuff coming up you know those those things still happen uh, on a day-to-day -day basis so you know we we still have a lot more work to do well uh, speaking of work to do you started the as one foundation in honor of devon now tell us about the work that you're currently doing and what's what's uh what's on the what's the future hold um for treatment against sickle cell trait anemia all these things i know you mentioned crispr and gene editing before what does the future look like and how is the work that you're doing impactful in that um uh we're impacting lives every day you know um uh I, through our sickle cell our operation hydration you know it's like you said sickle cell education i um uh work seminars that we do operation hydration we have the darling dash coming up there's a 5k uh 10k 5k that we put on every year is a walk run that's down in houston but we've been doing it virtually all over February 25th, 2024 is the next date for that. Um, we give back to our communities all the time. Uh, and and one of the, I guess, like I said, it was brand new, just came out on Friday. The FDA just approved two, two groundbreaking um, cures, treatments for, for sickle cell anemia. Um, like I said, it's the CRISPR uh, gene editing, gene editing technique treatment uh there are two drugs that came out um and i know i think bluebird bio is one of them that uh one of the pharmaceuticals uh, uh companies that came out with one and um i forgot the other one right off the top of my head but there are two uh two uh treatments now uh that's freshly been approved by the by the fda and this uh it used gene gene editing science so to treat it so it's supposed to take away, you know, all the all the symptoms of a full blown uh, sickle cell anemia patient that has this full blown disease. The difference between the disease and the trait, right? Uh, with the trait, uh, in certain environments, my my red blood cells can start to sickle. High elevation. If I'm dehydrated, you know what I'm saying. Those type of things. With someone with a full blown disease, their red blood cells are like that all the time you see what i'm saying my uh and the pain crisis and all that stuff they happen more often when you have the full-blown disease i'm guessing there's people listening right now that would love to help out they know somebody who has sickle cell trade anemia or they just 
out of the goodness of their heart want to participate how do people get involved and what do you what do you need just donations people to volunteer um i also noticed that you have what is called the 53 club so talk to me about that well that's just another way to to help and donate uh to the as foundation the 53 club obviously i don't know if you see right there number 53 that's my twin brother that was devon's number um and that that just represents his his soul his spirit uh you uh pledge 53 dollars a month uh or 53 dollars a quarter whatever or year whatever you can uh whatever you can afford uh would love to bless us with that's that's what goes forward to all the programs that we run with the Asbun foundation and so how do people uh learn more you talked about the darling dash right you've got all these things like how do, how do people get in touch to participate and help and even virtually participate well asbunfoundation.org you can find us there you can find us on asbun foundation on all media plat social media platforms instagram facebook uh twitter uh look up asbun foundation that's a-s-o-n-e foundation.org and we're right there you can find out everything that we have going on uh we just had a toy drive uh this past weekend now we're giving out that this has happened down in Houston, Texas, and we're giving out uh, toys to and, and spreading holiday cheer to to the uh, sickle cell community down there to the kids at, at the hospital. So uh, we do things like that all the time to give back to the community and um, education is is huge for us. Yeah, honestly, community is everything and sharing your successes with the community, helping out, spreading education. It's all very important. Uh, Devar, I, I really appreciate your time. Before I let you go, is there any like lasting message that you would want people to know uh, about sickle cells or or anything that we've talked about today? Well, it it, it affects everyone, you know. Uh, like you say, community is huge. Uh, it's not just a like I say, uh, I want to call it a black disease or anything like that. It's a it's a it's a blood disease. You know, we all have the same blood that, that flows inside of us as a blood disease, the blood disorder. And, um, you know, we want to continue to to help those in need that are affected every day, their lives being lost um, and their lives that can be prevented from being lost. So that's the education that we have um, that we're trying to spread and continue to to promote. And uh, like I said, with the new technologies and and new treatments, we can really make a dent and uh, help and help save lives. Devard, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, no problem. I appreciate you for having me on. I really do appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it was great to talk to you. And thank you for listening. Conversations is a public affairs program of the station. All right. Thank you.